Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. This is the 5AM Hustle Podcast. Get ready to learn about entrepreneurship and self-help in the new era. I'm your host, Jack Considine. And I'm Namish Kaista. Let's go. Oh, it's six seconds. Wow, imagine that. I can't even hear it. Oh, I see it. Welcome back, hustlers, to the Five Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Constantine, and today I'm excited to talk with Damian Brunton. He's a photographer based out in California. He's worked with people like Charlie Jordan, Bryce Hall, and many others in that space. So I'm truly excited to talk to Damian because we met in a fairly peculiar way when it comes to podcast interviews. Uh, he actually saw me on one of his friend's accounts, kind of checked us out and reached out and said, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Um, love to be on in the future. So, um, Damien, so excited to have you on today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, real quick, give the listeners some context, uh, kind of your general story and, and who is Damien? So, um, my name's. I'm from Sacramento, California. I'm 18 years old. I just graduated high school last year. Um, pretty much, um, I played soccer my since I was four and that's what I wanted to do my whole life. And I never wanted to take photos, just never really a thought in my head. My dad, he's a professional photographer. He's the reason why I got into taking photos. And now he flies drones for a power and gas company in my hometown, all over California. It's a really cool job that he's got going. And, but I just never wanted to start taking photos or anything. Cause that's what he did. He did that. I didn't want to copy him. I was like, I want to do my own thing. I wanted to go play soccer in college. That's what I wanted to do. Freshman year, April freshman year, I tore my ACL. Couldn't play anymore. Uh, yeah, it was a long recovery to play again. And I decided to pick up a camera. My dad was like, always asked me to pick up a camera, but I never wanted to. And then when I tore my ACL, he was like, well, now you can start taking photos because you got nothing to do. And I was like, no, like it's not happening. And then finally there was this cool sunset. Take my camera out there and go take a photo with the, of the tree. So I literally crutched out there on my crutches and took a photo of a tree, went back inside, put it on the computer, edited it. And I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest photo. And I like fell in love with shooting photos ever since then. And I have not shot a landscape photo since that day. I hate shooting landscape. That's what he does. I was like, I can't do landscape. So now I shoot portrait photos and shot photos all throughout high school. And then October of my junior year, uh, which would be 2020, yeah, 2020 of my junior year in October, I was on a photo shoot with one of my friends and my dad, funny story, my dad, I was back to my dad with photography. It's pretty funny. But my dad always saw me scrolling on TikTok and always watched me just sit there and scroll on TikTok. I can't dance. I'm a terrible dancer. Like, you do not want to see me dance. And so 
I always just scrolled on TikTok and finally uh, he like kept seeing me scroll on TikTok like on the couch and he's like, why don't you go do one? I was like, I can't dance and you know that. And he's like, well, that's true, but why don't you go film one with your camera? I was like, that's so stupid. I was like, no one's ever done that. Why would I be the first person to go film someone dancing on a TikTok? Like, no. And he was like, no, like you need to. And I was like, dad, no. And he bugged me for three months about it. And I was just like, no, like it's not happening. And then finally he knew the girl that I was going on a photo shoot with was a dancer, like an actual dancer. And he's like, she definitely knows how to do a TikTok dance. Ask her. And I was like, oh my God, no, I'm not. And he kept bugging me that whole day about it. And then finally she literally, um, she kept doing this one dance. It's called what you know about love dance on uh tiktok and my, actually my good friends now jenna and will they made the dance and so it's cool having like a full knowing them now but she kept doing that one dance and they literally she literally kept doing that one dance and i was like oh like it was the most trending dance at the time i was like hey would you want to film this on, on my camera and she's like um sure like she was so lost because one it's it was just never a thing on tiktok like no one had ever done it and so she was like sure like it, it was just like oh, an odd thing to ask and then filmed it funny her friend actually sung the song to her at the time like now i put my phone on a timer and the timer starts and the people do it off their phone but we didn't know what to do so my friend literally sung her the song like during her dancing he sung her the song while i recorded and it was hilarious and she's so off timed and stuff but i was like how do i make this my own when i was going to edit it and so i'll put my photos in between put my photos in between posted it next day random time now i have like a schedule on when i post and stuff and posted at a random time and it ended up getting nine hundred thousand likes and i was like holy crap like i thought like my dad was dumb and like this is the dumbest thing he could have possibly said to me and now it's the biggest trend ever made on tiktok and it's made a whole career for myself and so like i couldn't thank him enough for that but i was just like this is so weird that like this is what started it and so ever since then two weeks later i started filming with my best friend dylan at the time we barely kind of we kind of knew each other we didn't really talk at all, but we just knew of each other. We were going to film a football video um, that day. And then he saw my TikTok and he had like 100,000 followers on TikTok at the time for doing dances. And he ended up texting me and was like, hey, can we film one of these instead of a football video? And I was like, sure. I didn't think like I was going to keep filming him. I thought it was just like a one-time hit. And he was, I was like, sure. And so we went and filmed it every single he posted four videos from when we filmed every single video literally got a million likes. So the first video he posted got 1.4 million likes. And I was like oh, this is pretty cool. And so then we kept filming and I filmed with him every day for, till we went off to college in senior, like senior year, till he went off to college in July. I filmed with him literally every day. And so it was just like, it's been so crazy the last like, what, year and a half. Yeah, it's wild because before we met, I obviously saw that trend. Anyone who was on TikTok had to see that trend. And I'm pretty sure I saw either the original video that, you two did together or like one of the first few that like ended up going viral and i was like whoa like this is so cool no one's done this high quality 
kind of HD video on TikTok and it was so new. And then within, I'd say a month at maybe most or a month or two, every top creator hopped on. Like everyone was doing like, uh, like Emma Brooks did like the mirror one, um, like all that stuff was happening at that time. And so to know that like you kind of sparked that trend, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of surreal in a way, but um, it just goes to power. It goes to show that there are a lot of ideas out there. Some are bad, some are good, but if you find the right one, it can, it can change everything. Literally. Yeah, no, it's literally been insane how many people started doing it and stuff. And now it's literally just a casual, huge trend on TikTok that everyone does. It's like built into the app now. Uh, upload to HG. So now you can upload videos in 1080. You used to only be able like when I blew up, you can only upload in 720. And so now you can upload in 1080. And so it's like really cool that they've like incorporated it into their app. But yeah, it's just been crazy ever since that day, October. Second of 2020. It's funny because I I told so my friend has like 400,000 followers on TikTok right now, and before she had like any, she maybe had like 6,000. She was like, I don't know if I'm gonna keep posting videos. And what I told her is that a lot of people that are scared to post keep posting videos. It's because they may not have a talent and they're just shooting in the dark. But I was like, you are an incredible singer and you have a talent. Same how you're really good at photography. So if you just use what your skill is really well. Anything can happen on any given video. The next day she posts a video, gets like 18 million views. Like, it's not like, and I totally, I told you so, because she was the one who had the talent and had to do the specific video, but it just went crazy. And you can never predict that type of virality. And it's not always consistent. Like, it's not going to be this ups and downs for sure. But when you have talent like that, or when you have a skill that you can show on the screen, either audio with singing, visual, comedy, anything like that, you have to just keep going if you have like that kind of category to play into literally no like i've gone through months where i've gained two hundred thousand followers and i've gone through months where i've gained thirty thousand followers on instagram and i've gone through months where i lose three thousand followers on instagram or lose a thousand it's the most random social random unpredictable thing ever like you can literally go from growing and you're the biggest influencer one day you're literally nobody it's just such a scary like jump into the world of influencing for me but i'm like ready for it and like it's been fun the past year but yeah it's crazy like it's literally no one can predict it like my mom she's always like i want to make my real estate video blow up on tiktok like how do i do it i was like i wish i could just help you mom and make it blow up i was like uh, i can just say like oh blow this up like it, it was like, I'm like, I get asked that so much. Like, how did you, how do you blow up on TikTok? Yes, there's like posting times that help and like some things you can do, but it's not like guaranteed or anything. Like it's random app in the world. Like Instagram, you kind of know, oh, I'm going to get this many likes on this amount of photos or this video should do this well. Like you'll know. TikTok, I've made a video that I think is one of the best videos I've ever made and it gets for 4,000 likes, 5,000 likes. And then I'll make a video that's like, post this and it gets 600,000 likes. Like, and counter opposite. Like, I was just like, it's the most random app. Love it because you can never really predict and it's easy to blow up on anything. But two, I hate it for my mental health. Just like sitting there like, oh, this video is going to do well. And then 
it just doesn't do well. And so I've learned like lately, like over the past like two months to like not let it affect my mental health, but like definitely like for the first four or five months of posting on TikTok, it literally, when I had a video do bad, like it ruined my whole day. And so now like I've really realized that like it's not that deep and like simply just can't let it affect everything in my life and I just move on to the next video. Totally. I had a had a microcosm a kind of events that was similar to like virality, you could say. My dad posted a video on my account or I kind of choreographed it to happen where he basically just said, like, oh, I grounded my son from his phone, like make this video go boom. And it got like 2.8 million views and whatever, like a 700,000 likes. And it was just crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is huge. And so I had this whole plan of like, my dad's going to be one of those TikTok dads now. We're going to do this. And I just like, my eyes got big immediately. Next video we do does, does pretty good. Next video does pretty good. And then all of a sudden there was a drop off. My dad was like, I don't have the energy or time. I'm working to do all these videos. So then it was just me. And I was getting these slander comments, like, give us your dad. This is your dad's account. This isn't yours. Like all this stuff. And, you know, like, I definitely could deal with it. But at the time, I was also working at, like, 6, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And so I'd wake up really early, to like, check comments and reply and go live in my lunch break. And it just wasn't healthy because I was I was trying to ride one video forever. And I was like, oh, it's gonna we're going to blow up eventually. I got, like, 30,000 followers in, like, a day, like, on that first video. And I was, like, so excited about, like, what the future could hold and the promises. But after that video, nothing else got even like relatively close to that and it affected me so much because not only did my whole school see it and everyone like in that time period but also I had these random little kids telling me that my account shouldn't be named after me anymore I should change the name to incorporate my dad in some way which it's fine it's a funny story to tell but it just goes to show that if imagine that happening every day I can't imagine like your job being reliant on that type of situation where you're posting every day because it's not like youtube for the most part is pretty consistent um even though there is like some extra viral videos usually have like a standard baseline that you'll post and you'll get to so how have you you went from having like more of an unhealthy relationship what where are you at right now like how has that progressed i the last let's see since september to about now like the last week or excuse me, the last week or two, I have just been on a downslope. Like I'd stopped posting on TikTok for two or three months when I'm in LA just because I was so busy and I just put all of my stuff on like the back end. Like I was like, oh, I'll just make content for everyone else. When I get time, I'll make content for myself. I didn't post for like a month and it was so dumb of me. And so I started losing a lot of followers on TikTok, losing a lot of followers and now I'm starting to gain a lot more. I just hit 700K yesterday on TikTok. And I've gained like 15,000 followers in the past week on TikTok just from me posting. I'm posting almost every day now. I'm posted in two days, but I'm going to post today. And just from posting more and like actually caring about my content instead of putting so much care on everybody else's content, which was really hard for me when I moved to LA, it was oh my God, I'm working with this influencer. I need to get them their stuff, their stuff, their stuff. And I just forgot I'm working with these huge influencers, but how is this growing my personal brand on my account? Like I get them posting and tagging me. Yes, I'm getting recognition. And everyone, every single time I see someone and I meet them, they're like, oh, you're that Damien, the one with the that filter on TikTok that everyone can tell it's your videos and everyone can tell it's my photos because I have such a distinct filter and look to all my stuff. 
And so everyone just knows that it's like my stuff. I really like sat down when I moved home in November at LA for three. I lived in LA for three or four months, moved home for till February 1st. I just moved back to LA and during those three months, I, in all the whole month of January, I posted every single day. And I just told myself like for my new year's resolution was like, I need to start posting more for myself and not for others. And so I started posting more. I went from like 630 K on new year's. I think I had 630 K on new year's to now hitting 700 K a month, month or so later. And so, or two months later. And so it's just like, learning to take time for myself to make my own content is the biggest thing for me right now because I was on a downhill slope like just losing followers because I wasn't posting and stuff and now just like on an uphill slope kind of right now because I'm starting to gain a lot more followers that new collab I post on Instagram is huge for photographers like any that I has ever asked me for advice. That's all I tell them right now is don't do it with everyone. Not every person you shoot photos of is going to want to do it. Like I don't ask anyone. I really barely ask anyone to do it unless I really like the photo and they really like the photo. I'm like, Hey, if you want to, we can do a collaborator pose. If not all good. There's some photographers out right now that are like, we'll only shoot photos with you. If you do the collaborator post and that asked me they're like is this a good thing that i'm doing i've lost a lot of photo shoots but i feel like it's good because i'm gaining more followers and i said 100 percent no i was like i'm sorry that's just not the way it should be just because instagram just released this new thing like they're still going to tag you you're still going to gain followers you're not going to gain as much because you're not on the post you don't get those insights on the post but you just like i don't know how to explain it i try i'm trying to do more collaborative post one because i get more insights more followers it helps both of our brands go up they gain followers i gain followers but i simply cannot do that on every post but you have to also post your own work that you're proud of and not just rely on everybody else and so yeah that would be like my one advice for photographers trying to blow up on instagram is do the collaborator post because one it does help a lot even if they're not big like it does still give you a lot of following i would totally agree but in the game that you and I both are in, in, to some capacity, it's a people thing. It's a relationship type of business. And so I try to ask, like, hey, like, we'd love if you were able to collaborate on, like, just one of our clips that, like, we think is the best and you can look at them, whatever. And if they say yes, they say no, we don't take it to heart because we know that they want the best for us. It's just that they may not want to add it to their personal brand. And that's fine because that just seems for for like a video podcast it's like a little bit of an overreach sometimes and it's not like totally studio quality and we're in person in this amazing place it's a little bit different but you don't want to burn those relationships or stop having those opportunities with the individuals because we're here for the conversation like that's what my goal is to have a good conversation and so at least in the realm that i'm in the video the the tiktok social media instagram that comes second and yes, my the biggest video we had in our account and the most follower growth we had was because one of my childhood best friends, he is a D1 football player. And he was like, wow, this is a crazy cool video because I edited some of his highlights in and like and with, with with him talking and everything. And it looked amazing. It was the first video I did that I was really proud of. And so he had no problem because it was endorsing what he did in a high quality way. 
And we were friends forever. And he's like, I want to support this as best I can. And that got the most traction ever on a post that we've ever had. And his podcast has done the best as of recently of anyone we posted. And that's really because he was willing to support that with only a couple thousand followers. But you can't rely on it. It's something that you just can't solely focus on if you truly want to have them like do another photo shoot with you. Cause maybe they'll come around once you guys become friends. Like you never know what the progression of how it's going to play out. Exactly. My thing I tell every photographer, young photographer that asks me is I could care less about the money in photography, like doing my photos right now. Yes. I need money to survive. Yes. Everyone does. But my, I could care more about the connection than the money. The connection for me is on a whole nother level than getting a few hundred bucks off these people for a photo shoot. Like I would much rather have a connection with the person and to just be able to call them whenever I needed or, Hey, let's go shoot photos at this new place. I found, I don't want to have to, Hey, you need to pay me 200, pay me $500 so we can go shoot photos at this place. Like, I want to be able to, yes, if I needed, if they wanted me to do a branded shoot for them, I'm the guy they're going to come to. When they have, when a brand reaches out to them, hey, we want you to do a photo shoot with this product, we're going to pay you this amount of money, they will pay me through that brand. And so I just genuinely like building the connection with the person. If they're a big, they don't charge them. And when I tell a lot of photographers that, they're like, what? You're so dumb. Like all this, you're, you're so dumb. Like, why wouldn't you charge them? I just simply like, don't see the, not the reasoning behind it, but I don't see the point behind it because one, if I charge them, cool, they're still going to do the photo shoot. That'll be the last time I shoot photos of them unless they insanely love the photos, but I won't shoot photos of them for another three months. They're not going to keep paying me for shoots, but there's a difference between making the connection with the person and asking them for money. Like I'm on retainer with a few influencers and so they pay me monthly to shoot them. And so that's like hundred percent different because I've shot photos of these people for months and months and, and then now they're realizing, Oh my God, we want to shoot with him more. I don't have as much free time. So then they're like, can we put you on a retainer? So then we have a schedule shoot. And so it's just like building the connection with the person in the long run has paid off for me more than anything. Like being able to work with these influencers and the influencers I'm going to get on a retainer with next month for the month of March. It's like insane how much, like if, if I would do this when I moved to LA in August for the first time, I'm going to be put on a retainer with these influencers and they're going to pay me monthly this much amount of money. I would tell you you're stupid. Like, I would genuinely be like, that's a dumb comment. Like, no. And now just being able to work with them and getting to know them better, it's just been able to be like, I can go pick up the phone and pretty much FaceTime any person I've ever shot photos of, and they would all pick up and have a genuine conversation with me. And that is just my big, whenever I tell a photographer, is could you pick up the phone and call anyone you've ever shot photos with one, I get it if they're busy. Cool. Not everyone is free all the time. But would they call you back? Would they text you and say, hey, I'm busy? Or, hey, what's up? Like, what? Everything okay? And almost every single photographer I've asked that question to has always told me, 
Mm, there's a few, maybe, I guess, like, no. And I could genuinely, uh, like, there's one or two photographers that I know out here that could say yes, like, 100% just say yes, and I'm good friends with them. But there's a lot that I just talk to and are like, eh, kind of, yeah. And for me, it's like almost every single person I've ever shot photos of, I could, and they could answer. And so it's just for me, it's like the money versus the connection is just a totally like different platform for me, like different level of care for me. Like I, in the long run, oh, hey, I know this photographer. Like if they're working with a big days ago, actually um or not a few days ago a few months ago sorry my two best friends uh in social media they're like my two closest friends in social media they're sisters charlise and Charlotte. they just dropped their they're doing another clothing drop in a few weeks but they dropped their clothing line in tilly's um it's called true world it's amazing and they um photos of them all the time and Charlize was actually the first big influencer I ever shot in LA when I came here in January of 2021 with my best friend Dylan for the first time. So Charlize was the first like big famous girl I shot photos. Of. And she then, we've just been really, really close friends ever since. And then in, when was this? October. I want to say the first week of October. She goes, hey, we just released, we're releasing our clothes in Tilly's. I want you to come shoot party in Tilly's and I was like I would love to came went and shot their launch party did a photo shoot next week in her Tilly's clothes Tilly's ended up posting the photos they out of their own like kindness of their heart they sent the photos to their Tilly's rep hey if you want to post these feel free and Tilly's ended up posting my photos and so just like that like they are the nicest people ever and me being able to call them some of my closest friends has opened up an opportunity for me for and we will probably do another photo shoot in the future in the next couple weeks or months with their new line until these will honestly probably post it again that's the goal and so just them allowing me to have this opportunity for them i can't thank them enough for that too but it's just been like the connection i build with them versus if i was just like yeah pay me 500 dollars, we can do a shoot here's here's what you get out of the shoot see you i'll send you the photos in three to five days like here's the difference from hey let's go shoot photos i found this cool spot like let's just go hang out and shoot photos and they them two are some of my closest friends and i literally cannot like talk more highly of them like they are some of the nicest girls i've ever met and they're killing it right now and so it's just so awesome to be able to just Hey, congrats on your new Tilly's line. That's so awesome. Like I just saw them last Saturday and we hadn't saw each other in four or five, four months since I moved home. And it was just genuinely the coolest opportunity to be like, we FaceTime and stuff. Yes. But it was just like to give them a hug and just say, Hey, how are things? Like, it's so cool about your new Tilly's line and stuff. So like, it's just like the connection, all these people that I shoot photos of is genuinely so awesome. Like I, literally can tell any brand person my manager anyone that like how's your connection with this person i mean i like i would genuinely put any amount of like i don't know how to say this hope and i can't find the word for this but hope into the person that 
if anyone I've ever shot photos of, if someone were to ask them, how was Damien on the photo shoot? I can genuinely hopefully say that every they loved it. And if not, we can talk about it and fix it. But I almost can guarantee almost every person is going to say, I actually really like the photo shoot. He's a very nice guy. And photos turned out good or photos turned out bad. Who cares? People hate my photos sometimes. I don't really take it to heart. But they, I can just genuinely say like the connection that you built with someone versus the money or the fame you want from them is just 100% different. And the connection goes a way longer way than the fame. Awesome. Totally. And with with podcasting, a lot of people try to have like the thought process of, oh, we're going to get this massive person on our podcast and we're going to ask him for all this stuff. And we're going to say, hey, can you repost this? Can you do all this extra stuff for us? And then they're gonna be like, all right, these these kids are exhausting. I don't want to deal with them anymore. And that'll be it. But we try to have the approach of, okay, we're growing. We're very young. Our aim is we're going to make connections. We're going to meet people that we want to become friends with eventually. We've kind of split our guest space between young people that we really believe in and that are doing amazing things already that we think can grow a lot. They're just awesome people. And then kind of more established, older, successful individuals. And it's just really cool to see just in general the dichotomy of both and how um, they perceive the world, what they say. But also, like, we we got a little bit, not tired, but we just liked having conversations post-interview and being able to text to just uh, get back in contact with people. Someone may come into town and they'd be like, hey, uh, you want to bring me to, like, your favorite restaurant or, or, like, can we hang out or something? Like, that's what we want to do. Or if we travel to their location, they're cool with having them uh, kind of say hi or, or go get coffee. Like, that's what we really want to do. It's not just hop on the coattails of someone's fame to grow our podcast because that is a smart way to do things, but it's not the way where you create relationships and it's not built for longevity, which I'd say you'd probably agree with uh, photography is that you have, you're young. <laughs> We're both very, very young. And so we have so much time to be like at the peak or when everybody knows us. So if you just have a few people that love you and want to work with you all the time, that's really all you need. There's not much more that you have to really do. Literally, like you said it perfectly. Like that is my exact, literally you said it perfectly. If I go visit them, if I'm in the same home, like town as them, I want to be able to text them. Hey, let's go get lunch. Hey, let's go get dinner. Hey, want to go on a hike? Like I just want to be able to like be able to send a text. Hey, I'm like when I came to LA in January for, I was in LA for 48 hours and before I moved here in February, but I just came to LA for 48 hours. I had 22 photo shoots in 48 hours and I did, and I went to lunch with a friend, went to dinner with two friends, both days I was here and I still had 22 photo shoots in 48 hours. And I was literally in LA for 48 hours. And if I posted every single one of those photo shoots, it would look like I was in LA for four months. And so it's just like being able to just say, send out a mass text. Hey, I'll be in LA for this day. I have this time available. If you want to shoot, I would love to. Oh my gosh. I haven't been in LA in three months. Like let's go get lunch and hang out. Like it's just so awesome being able to build the like connection and like you how you're coming to LA in April and we're definitely going to hang out and go get lunch or something. And so it's just like being able to just say, Hey, I'm coming to LA or 
hey, I'm going to Florida where you live. Like, let's hang out. Like, show me around. Like, it's just like the connection versus the money or like the money or like fame that goes with it. Like, I would can't stress that enough to any young photographer is he's nice. Yes. But there's other way to make money and you really, there's only one way to make a connection with the person. And so it's just like, that's like my biggest thing for young photographers. I have a lot of young photographers that tell me. I am an 18 year old photographer. I'm one of the most followed 18 year old photographers. I am the most followed 18 year old photographer in the world. And I'm, I look out for a lot of young photographers just because I know how hard it was. I've been shooting photos for five years now. I started shooting photos when I was 13 or 14 years old. And so me being able to um, use my platform and stuff and help young photographers. Like I'm in a group chat with um, 32. Yeah. I think you have 32 people on an Instagram group chat. Um, And they're all with high school college photographers and literally i have learned so much being in that group chat like they're not all famous they're some of them have 500 followers some of them have forty thousand followers like it the follower count we like genuinely do not even look at in that group chat and it's genuinely one of the most i've been in there for probably over a year now and literally i could not like it's called career I think that's the name of it and i literally could not like i don't i honestly don't think i where i would be right now if it wasn't for them like i've asked so many questions in there like hey who likes this flash hey has anybody else used this flash or i just sit there and read what they have to say about simple things and i don't even talk half of the time but i'll go through and read all these messages and they talk about photography stuff they talk about life they talk about video stuff and honestly i'm not the best videographer I got lucky and shot a high quality video and that's what I ran with, but I'm really not the best videographer. Like if someone asks me to film this, film this, film this, I really pass it off to my, one of my really good friends, Jack. And I let, he films all my behind just because I can tell someone, Hey, I really can't do that. I'm not a good videographer. And they're like, yeah, you are. You film the high quality stuff. And I'm like, I, it's, I sit there and hold my camera. I was like, if it's photography stuff, I will gladly take on any photography project for you. But with video stuff, I can, um, like, that's one of the hardest things for photographers and people in my space is they can't admit to saying, I'm not the best at that. Like, I'm really a candidate for that. And so I, I, like, lately I've just been, people have been asking me to do a lot of video work and I'm like, I just can't do that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, one, I probably could do it. Two, not at the highest level. One, it's going to be a lot of st- stress on me just because I really don't know what – just being able to sit in that group chat and just, like, learn from them and stuff and ask them questions whenever I need. We all send our post in there, and they all go comment on our everyone's post and stuff. And so it's just, like, cool being able to grow and learn from everyone in that group chat. And, like, one of my closest – is his name's Jack Bullock. Um, when the old content house I was living at, they needed a videographer and to film our YouTube videos. And so I texted him and I was like, Hey, you want to come to LA free place to stay and stuff? And he was like, sure. And so he came out for three months and literally we've gotten so close and he just now recently moved back to LA and 
we've literally gotten so close. He does everything for me whenever I need filming stuff. He's always there to film. And it's just generally so cool because I met him in that group chat. And I've met so many other people in that group chat. And it's just like crazy to me to think that that one little group chat on Instagram with 32 or 31 other videographers and photographers my same age would have such an impact on me to where like they don't they probably don't even realize how much of an impact it has on me just because I genuinely don't talk much in there like I I don't have the time or effort to really talk much but at the end of the day I really do go and scroll through my Instagram DMs and I'll click on the group chat if there's messages and I'll go read through everything that happened that day just because I feel like I learned so much from them and it's just so awesome being able to learn from them and just hear everyone's thoughts on different things. And so like just having a friends behind you, even if they're internet friends to just genuinely have a conversation with about stuff you're wanting to do. Like I could have a group of friends in my high school or on Snapchat or iMessage that I talk to that have never picked up a camera and shot photos in their life. And there's a difference between those friends. Those are my like IRL, like real life friends that I get away from my job and go hang out with. And then there's friends like that where they're in the same industry as you and they're my same age. I'm so young. Most photographers are very old. And so it's just like such a cool opportunity for me to be able to just sit there and have genuine conversations with them about topics that I could talk about for hours. And so like, I just couldn't stress that enough to young photographers is finding people where you can relate to and want to have the same goals as you. Totally. And the relatability concept that you said, like where you can talk to hours with these people, I heavily relate to because I, in high school, there weren't any people who wanted to start a podcast for one, but also wanted to be, say, an entrepreneur or was going to college and not trying to follow the traditional path as most people. And so a lot of conversations just went dead because I was like, these people don't have the same mentality as me. And so it's very difficult to find. I had those, like you said, those in real life friends that um, I just had a good time with, but it was hard to find friends that also motivated me. And we have a conversation and it inspires another idea that I can take and run with for a video, for a business idea, for whatever. And so now I'm in college and I've really tried to only surround myself with either people that I just truly enjoy as humans or with people that can inspire me and motivate me. And that also is the, in the online space as well. I've done a pretty good job of trying to meet mentors and people online that um, I really identify with personally. And it's done wonders. Like I was having a conversation yesterday. I'm sure you can relate to this, that people underestimate what they can do in a day or a month, but they, or they overestimate, sorry. And they underestimate what they can do in a year. And that, it's a simple concept, probably overused, but I looked back and I was like, yeah, like when I went to college, I was expecting a lot of good things to happen, but putting myself in a new location with people that are at a high level doing amazing things. I'm sure going to LA with amazing photographers, content creators, being surrounded by that, such a fast paced industry had to help you grow immediately. Exactly. Like exactly what you said is being in the space that you're in, like you surrounding your people with mentors or other people that do podcasts genuinely couldn't help you enough. And the hardest thing about photographers is, and I will even take blame for this. Like I will say I do the same thing and I've been working on it and I've gotten a lot better at it than when I started. 
but it's being jealous of other photographers and it's you can relate it into anything being jealous of other podcasts like you're just looking at people that one maybe did a shoot you wanted to do or maybe had a podcast guest that you wanted and it's like oh like I'm better than them like I'm this I'm that and for me now that's so awesome for them like that's cool like I'm genuinely happy for them and six months ago eight months ago even probably three months ago four months ago it was literally oh how did they get that like I'm better at this I'm better at that like why are they getting that and I would literally take the blame for it that I did that multiple times and now for me it's like I'm genuinely happy for them. That's so awesome. They got to do that. That's so awesome for that opportunity they had. And it's just like, that was one of the biggest like learning curves for me. It was being able to just, I'm happy for you. Like, that's awesome. Like I could still be jealous of them. Cool. But I'm actually like excited for them. And that's awesome that they're doing that. And I look up to them or I think that's such a cool opportunity they had And it's just like, for me, it was such a learning curve for me because I was always just like, oh, uh, how did they get that? How did they get that? And so it was just a cool learning opportunity for me. I'm just now starting to realize that I've been doing it more to where I really have just been, that's so awesome for you, dude. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, congrats. And so it's just like, that's such a cool, like, learning curve for me. And I bet you've had that with podcasts and stuff and it it can just be relied into every single point in your life. Like hanging out with friends. Hey, this friend wanted to go do this. I couldn't go, but they still went like FOMO. Is that what it's called? Fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, it can be related into so many things. And so it's just like that being able to learn that for me has been such like a crazy opportunity for me. And it really has opened my eyes to other things in the world. Dude, it's so funny that you say that because there's not many podcasts that are done at like a younger age where people act don't where people do more than like seven or 10 episodes. Not many podcasts go beyond even maybe 20 or 50 because we're at 180 right now. So we've really been doing this for the past two years and, and putting out a lot of content. But there's this one podcast and the guys are like 14, 15 years old. It's called uh, the Juvie Podcast. And they have like 30, 40,000 on TikTok and they're growing on YouTube and Instagram, whatever. Uh, and it was so funny at the beginning. We're like, what are they doing that we're not? And they have a, a cool studio like in one of their houses and they have these awesome guests. And at first I was slightly bitter, like you said, jealous that they were seeing so much success. And I was like, wait a minute. My whole purpose that I think my kind of grand purpose is inspiring young people to do amazing things. Well, someone inspired these two 14 or 15 year old kids to start a podcast that is high quality. It's amazing. And they reach an audience that I can't because they're so young. They're even younger than I am. They're however old. And so they can relate to those kids and people can look up to, the, look up to them and say, I can do that too. And so I went from being really jealous and bitter to, all right, eventually I'm going to grow to be as big as that podcast. And I want to collaborate. I want to cross our two audiences and I want to have a relationship in the future so we can both grow because if I want to just make people better, that's what they do already. And so how can I enhance their mission and my mission at the same time? And so shout out to Juby podcast. You guys are doing amazing things, but it's interesting when you change that narrative, uh, how 
more content and happy that you can feel. It's no more of the pressure that you're fighting against someone, but you're kind of competing with someone instead. Exactly. That's my exact thought on that. So um, I want to backtrack a little bit because uh, I think it's an, uh, just a cool story and a cool connection. So uh, Jack Bradsett, your buddy from high school, you guys took photography class together in high school. Is that right? All four years. Dude, that's All four awesome. years I was so, in high school. Awesome. And so Jack's a photographer and he's doing amazing things. He's got a vlog going on YouTube and he actually said he'll come on the podcast uh, whenever he has a chance um, in the near future. So I'm excited for that. But can you just explain a little bit about that relationship and kind of the, the weird kind of coincidence you both guys are in LA now, kind of following your dreams and, and all that stuff? Yeah. So this is actually a pretty cool story for me. So me and Jack were always good friends in high school. We're, yeah, we were good friends. And we always took this after school photography class. He was a junior. I was a freshman in high school when I first joined. Our high school was an all boys Catholic high school. And we just bonded a lot over our photography teacher. She was honestly, I would not be where I am today without her. And, um, and so her name's Dr. Madden. She went to USC film school. She's an amazing, like she just has so much joy and thought to her about all the insights on photography, videography and all this. And so, She's one of the main reasons Jack went to USC. Jack wanted to be in LA. Jack went to San Francisco, another school or something, and then went to USC. And Jack like had her write a recommendation and stuff. And so it's just like so like, we're both in LA now. And so here, let me backtrack. So we were doing this photography class. It was after school on Tuesday, Thursday. It was after school, Wednesday, Friday. Um, after school, Wednesday, Friday, hour and 15 minutes after school. And we'd both go there. It's terrible. It's a Friday. You do not want to be there from till 4.30 on a Friday at school. And and it was assignments we'd be doing. And me and Jack would always just, like, laugh about them. And just, like, get them done. But we'd always be like, Dr. Madden, like, why are you giving us these assignments? Like, come on. And so we just got, like, really close through that and stuff. And he used to vlog through I always thought it was really cool how he used to vlog Jack Journey and go check him out on youtube please he's one of my i the cool thing about his vlogs is i actually watch them and normally i hate watching people that i know in person's content because it's just like oh i know i i, I like heard about this story and i can just story from him and still go watch his vlog because i really do enjoy watching it and so um so yeah we just got really close to our high school and then he left for college and we always weren't like the closest because he left for college. I was still in high school and stuff. And then ended up, um, I ended up moving here to LA. And the first week I moved here, we went and got lunch. We hadn't seen each other in two years. And we went and got lunch. And we just caught up on everything. We talked to our teacher, who we love dearly, Dr. Madden. And, uh, and then... We just always just became friends. I invited him to one of the parties we had at my old content house. He came and made a vlog about it. It was one of the coolest vlogs I've ever seen. And yeah, I introduced him to so many new people out here. And he's introduced me to so many new people. This photographer, Hamid. And it's just like so cool how we're both on the same, like we're both in completely different goal paths, 
but we're on the same path to the top, kind of, if you get what I'm saying. We're both out here. We're both doing social media. If we were, we had this conversation a few days ago. Like, if do you, did you think we were going to be doing this our, in four years when after we met? And no, no one could have imagined this. Just so awesome seeing him grow and life and then also grow as a person during his vlogs and stuff. Like being able to watch his filmmaking skills from junior and senior year of high school to now watching him literally pump out vlogs three times a week and he used to daily vlog. And it just blows my mind how much work and like hard work and effort he puts into everything. And I like could not be more proud of him. And yes, he did just drop out of USC. I didn't go to college. We had this funny conversation the other day. It was at like 1 a.m. We were driving. Uh, I was dropping him back off at his house just hung out and he was like you know what's funny is you know how everyone has that like college dropout experience and you never dropped out like you just you're a, you're a high school graduate like he's like i feel like you need to go to college for like a semester and then you just drop out so then you can say like i dropped out of college and this is what i'm doing now and i was like jack <laughs> i just we genuinely just started laughing because he just dropped out of usc and he's doing this YouTube thing full time, and I could not be more. And having the trust and faith to just jump into this and do it full time, literally, I could not be more proud of him. And we always make jokes about our photography teacher, like because we both didn't go to college. Where he dropped out, I didn't go. And it's like go to film school, go do photography, just go to college, and, like do your thing because that's what most teachers want you to do. It's the common thing. And now it's just cool because she. She'll text me every once in a while. This post, I literally love your like framing in it. Like the colors are so sick, and so it's just like genuinely still believes in me and Jack, and it has just been so cool to be able to say like, "Hey, Doctor Madden, like, thank you for believing in me." Like me and Jack, like, oh, she doesn't. She probably doesn't like what we're doing now because we both don't go to college and we're both just doing social media and it's funny because we make jokes about that that then we also realize she could not be more proud of us and so it's just so cool how like we met during this one photography class that we both hated and now we're really close friends and i was texting him yesterday about he just took me to a helicopter roof pad when was this tuesday and we'll probably go back this weekend or something and so it's just like so cool to be able to just now he vlogs on our photo shoots or vlogs when we hang out and stuff. And it's just like cool being able to be a character in his vlogs and to be able to just say, bro, like we're doing this. And it's just like, Jack is one of my biggest people I look up to. And it's funny because it's hopefully it's probably mutual, I would say. And so um, it's just crazy to think that like, he's one of my biggest influences, like, for me to keep going and just keep working hard and pushing out content every day because that kid vlogged every single day for like three months straight and like TikTok for three months straight and he's editing full length vlogs and posting them the next day. It, I like genuinely cannot look up to him more about how much of a hard worker he is. And so it's just so cool to be able to say, Hey, you're killing it, bro. Like I'm, I got, I get texts from people that I like influencers and people that I know that are like, bro, I saw you repost this kid's stuff on your story. This stuff's insane. Like 
please tell him like congrats and i've done that with him probably three or four times now and so awesome to be able to like us doing the same thing but i look up to him more than anyone i ever went to high school with and so it's just so cool to be able to experience that with jack i don't know if you've seen the new kanye documentary but it's weird because Early on in Kanye's career, he knew he was going to be big, but also the people around him were like, just wait for this guy. And there was a person following him with a camera 24-7. And it's almost that thought process where you both aren't where you want to be, but you see the progression and you see that you are already doing the work that will get you there. And that's almost the coolest part of it is that you know that, okay, if I just follow this path and I keep working hard because he's so talented. I love his stuff. I love posting it in my story because – I'm like, I feel like I know this guy from his vlogs. And I've talked Literally. to him kind of off rip, like on, on Snap or whatever, on Instagram. We've just talked back and forth. But then I see his videos. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's there's Jack doing his thing again, like whatever. And it's it's just so crazy to watch his stuff and how high quality is. Like, it's just a matter of time before he kind of goes big, you know? I tell him that every – literally, you will blow up. Like, there's no buts about it. That kid puts in so much hard work to where – if he won't give up, I won't let him give up. He won't let himself give up, but he will. No doubt about me where it's like, if someone were to ask me, if literally someone were to ask me this question, who do you think will be the next big YouTuber eventually? Not this year, not next year, maybe not in 10 years, but who, who do you think will be the next big thing? I would say jacket. Like that kid puts in so much effort and he's grown so much and his vlogs I know the kid and I can actually watch his vlogs and I genuinely cannot like I know people and I'm like, I really can't watch your vlogs. Like I really can't watch you because I already know what they're going to say. I already know what's going to happen. But with Jack is just so entertaining, like him jumping off the diving board into the USC pool. Like that was a crazy video for him. It's one of the main reasons why he dropped out and he literally snuck into the USC pool and jumped off into the pool multiple times like it's insane what he's like doing right now and i like honestly cannot like be more proud of him and anything he's doing mark it down it's it's february 26 20 he's he's gonna he's gonna make it clip i'm gonna clip this and send it to him for sure Good. um but yeah i can't wait to hopefully meet him in the future when i'm out in la i want to also come for like a week in the summer if i can make it happen but yeah, it's just amazing to see. Well, the crazy part is that's how the reason that we're connected right now is because of him. Because I, following him, he uh, also supports you. So I saw some of your stuff. And then all of a sudden, I like, you followed me on Instagram. And I was like, what warranted this? I was just, I was just intrigued. I was interested. And I was like, hmm. I was, I'm, I'm on my way to dinner actually with uh, an old tennis coach of mine. And I was like, like, I've heard of this guy, but I don't know why he's following me currently. And then later that day, you just were like, yo. And like on Instagram, I was like, hey, man, like, what's up? How's it going? And you're like, I like the pod. And I, I was like, really? Like, you like the podcast? How'd you find it? And then you explained that when Jack reposted me because I bought his clothing brand, which is amazing. Uh, and I bought his clothing brand and I was repping it, put it on the gram. And then he uh, reposted his story. You saw my account and you kind of checked out what I was into. And it was just like wild because – Usually when I get recognition, it's from a friend that I've known forever and or some random acquaintance that like has 200 followers or like is uh, my aunt or my cousin texts me. And I really appreciate what they do. 
But when someone's working with awesome creators or they're doing awesome things that I aspire to be like in the future, that's when I'm like, okay, like I, it, it makes me work a lot harder because I actually appreciate that person's feedback. Not a ton more, but I just appreciate that they're willing to take the time out of their busy schedule to appreciate what I do. So I just want to say, I do appreciate you being able to say that. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, like I saw you on Jack's story and then I clicked on your account and I was like, it was a podcast. I was like, let me go listen to one. So I like skimmed through one, listened to one for about 45 minutes. And then I was like, I actually, and I listened to a lot of podcasts just about life and, um, other like funny podcasts and stuff, uh, like impulsive and stuff like that. And the good boys podcast with Jeff and then one of my good friends, Brock and, uh, um, and it's just like being able to then listen to, I mean, I would, you're a smaller podcast than them. They're some of the biggest podcasts in the world. And so being able to like find new podcasts that I really like listening to, where I literally found you on my friend's story. Like you could have been one of the world. I didn't know. And I was just like, let me go listen to one. And I like really enjoyed what you and your co-hosts were talking about. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to send him a DM. Like I actually really do enjoy this stuff. And so then it was, and then I asked Jack, I was like, who is this kid? And then he tried to, he told me through Arlen and stuff. And I was like, damn, that's so cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird to me because and not to talk about myself too much, but when I first left for college, I was like, all right, I'm going to meet these maybe cool professor that'll help me out, which has happened like someone at the school that's kind of been a mentor of mine. And I'm going to meet a ton of entrepreneurs from the area, but I never knew or never figured that like just being in a new environment would be a catalyst as well for my, not my online presence, but my, my online like kind of tribe growing. I never knew it would be like substantial and i just kind of took the opportunity to to have the audacity like have the audacity to ask you not for something but to to do a podcast or reach out not as a hey my name is jack constein would you like to do my podcast but hey i like your stuff like repost because i didn't ask jack to be in the podcast at first i was like this guy's just cool like i'm just gonna follow him for who he is and tell me he's doing a great job like i don't need anything from this guy like i'm just gonna tell him he's doing a great job and then eventually like the time was right and i was like kind of the same with you. I was like, Hey, you have an open invite, no pressure, but if you want to do it, like I want to tell your story. And he was like, sure, let's do it in a couple months. And I was like, all right, sweet. So just having the mentality of, I like, like I, I listened to another podcast that you did and you talked about how most people think that all these influencers are jerks or the worst people ever. And they're, and they're not like nice, genuine people. And it just, they went to they went to high school. They were in clubs, like like you said, like they're normal people, like everyone else. They they may have mental health issues, or they may not love being in front of the camera, but it's something they got comfortable with over time. Stuff like that, and I just treated everyone like a person that I started reaching out to online, and just was like, why don't I just ask? Why don't I just try to talk to this person? Like, who if they say no, they say no, and I'll move on. And um, I'm the person who was meant to be my friend will respond, like all that different sort of stuff, and it just is so intriguing to me like the path and the process of kind of being able to talk to someone and say like, Oh yeah. Like I know a guy in New York or I know a guy in Miami who's doing all these cool things. Like it's just a, it's a new thing for me, but it's, it's very interesting. 
Literally, exactly. That was, yeah, that was one of my, actually, what you just brought up, that was one of my favorite things I talked about in that podcast with Blake. It was literally, people always ask me in my hometown, these influencers, they have to be full of themselves. Like, they have to be jerks. Obviously, there's some that are like that. There's, it's a given. There's people that don't have followers that are full of themselves, too. Like, it's not. But it's so cool being able to be like, no, this guy is actually a genuinely cool person. Like, he's a very nice guy. He's portrayed on the internet as a different person, but he's a genuinely really nice guy. And it's just, like, so cool to be able to just be like, Hey, like, how have you been today? Like, how you did? Like, you literally texted me the other day. It was like, hey, how are you, bro? Like, just checking in. And, like, that text meant more than you know. It was just like, I was so busy and stressed that day with so much going on. Three or four photo shoots. I was honestly having a terrible day. Like, I legitimately was a good day. And you texted me. And it was just like, hey, I saw your captions on Instagram. And they were, yo, on every, like, thing. Like, what is that about? And like, is there a story behind it? And like, just that second, and I, I think I had like a three word response. Like I was so short. And just that second to be like, huh, this kid looked at my Instagram today. And he noticed that I was like, he really like, that's really a cool opportunity. And I was like, dang, like, that's such a good text. And it literally just like calmed me down and just like, steered my whole day in a different direction. And so it's just like little things like that just like go so far. Totally. I recently I've tried to, because I'm sure you can relate to this. Sometimes you just can't text someone or, or you'll text certain people like all the time. And there's certain people like, okay, I'll get back to them eventually, but it'll take a minute. And so what I've tried doing recently is probably the past like four or five months is if I have a friend I haven't talked to in a while, or I'm like, Oh, like how is this person doing? I try to do it like kind of once a week and make a list of people that I want to reach out to. I'll just either send them a text or I'll just record a video myself. Like, Hey, insert person's name. Like, I know you're doing this and this the last time I talked to you. Like, how did that go? Like, what are you doing now? Like, I just want to check in. Like it could be as simple as walking to class. I don't have to type something. I can just record myself. And I got such good responses to that because it's so easy to forget to, especially when you're not around your family, not talk to family, not talk to the grandparents, aunts and uncles or, cousins or even just friends. But when I tried to make it a priority to at least maybe send a video to some of those people or, or send a text um, that might be a little lengthier and it might not be a total back and forth for a long time, but letting them know I was thinking about them and then I was thinking about what they were up to. Like I got such great responses from that and people like were genuinely like, Oh my gosh, like that means that like changed my day. That means the world to me. And it's, it goes a long way, even if it's just kind of a short message. 100% agree. You said that perfectly. Awesome. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, So I, to wrap up the podcast, we ask everybody two questions. And so I'll ask you the first question, but if you want me to ask a different version of the first question, that'll make sense in a second. Um, I can. So the first question is, do you have two to three books that have changed kind of your perspective on either the way you look at life or how your life has gone thus far i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i've read a book since high school but i would say podcast yes okay um i would say let's see what's that one podcast um the there's this one impulsive podcast it has um 
this guest. Johnny Rock? Char- Charlie Charlie, Rock. Charlie, 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 Charlie Rock. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yep. His podcast I listened to was just so like eye-opening to me. And just like, oh wow. Like I like like this is crazy what this guy got going on. And I followed him on Instagram afterwards. Like I had no idea who he was. Him and then there's this one other impulsive podcast and who's the guest? It was, um, why am I blanking on this guy's name? Um, it was an influencer. It was this YouTuber. Um, oh, it was Tanner Fox. I used to watch Tanner Fox as a kid and I actually know a lot of the kids friends he knows now I've talked to him, but, but that podcast for me, it was just like, Oh, I grew up watching this kid and now he's on this show that I really do enjoy and like the insights that he had and just like his business stuff that he talks about on that podcast is like he was doing all this at 14 and 15. Like that's so awesome. And so I would say like those two podcasts like to me meant a lot. Totally. Oh, it's funny. So you mentioned Charlie. I followed him and he's changed a lot about my mindset but when he first launched his TikTok, that's probably the biggest thing that has grown in the past like year or so for him. He's got like 6 million followers. He first posted on Instagram, hey, I'm starting a TikTok. Anyone that follows me, like I'll follow you back. So I, I was one of his first like 300 followers. So he followed me back. So he has 6.2 million followers and he follows 676 people. And I'm one of them for some weird reason. And like, it's so funny because like if, even if I message him, he probably wouldn't see it. But like, now this guy's put out this awesome content. He has like this whole foundation where he's supporting people and their dreams. And it's such a cool message. And his idea of like quantum physics and quantum mechanics, like total different conversation, but just interesting the way he looks at life. And it's definitely influenced how I view possibilities and chasing my dream as a whole. But he's, he's, a, he's a crazy person. He's done so much in life that I don't even know what age he is, but <laughs> he has a wild story. But man, that guy. Literally. No, exactly. I agree. All right. And the last question, Damien, on the podcast today, I do need to modify a little bit because you are one of our younger guests. So what is one piece of advice that you would give your freshman in yourself right before you were starting photography? I got asked this the other day and it took me like 15 minutes to think about an answer. Let me think about it. Ask me it one more time. If you can go back to your freshman year self before you started photography, right before, and you give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Two things. Live life to the fullest. It's been in my bio since freshman year or eighth grade year. That also everything happened. Everything happens for a reason. It was my year. It was my senior year yearbook quote. I could not stress that enough. I tore my ACL and thought it was the end of the world. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Literally played soccer my whole life. That's all I wanted to do. Tore my ACL. I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to be a failure at life. And then picked up a camera and like literally everything happens for a reason. Started that high quality trend. Happened for a reason. My mom supported me more than anything I could have ever imagined in photography and not going to college. I thought she was going to be the one that was like, 
are you kidding me? Like she was at the start. She was like, you're not going to do social media and do photography like, and not go to college. And then she started growing on it. And like, now she supports me more than anyone. My dad, like literally doing photography. And then now he's has this amazing drone job that I couldn't be more proud of. And it's just like those, like they, like my two parents supported me more than anything freshman year self would have been like oh they're gonna support me in soccer oh and then when i started photography there was like oh this is a cool hobby and then now they support me more than everything and so it's literally just everything happens for a reason it's like that was that's like my main saying and i it was my yearbook quote totally amazing well damien i appreciate you giving up um your precious busy schedule today to talk to me um I wish Mishka had been the podcast before she wasn't feeling so well, but in the future, I'm sure we'll have another conversation. Uh, maybe in a year or two, we'll talk about kind of what you've been up to thus far, because this is kind of the beginning of your journey, even though you've accomplished so much. 100%. Thank you for having me on. Um, for sure. And we'll make sure to plug any of the links to anything and all that uh, in the bio of the podcast. So Perfect. Appreciate you guys. All right. That's it for today's episode of the 5M Hustle Podcast. As always, guys, peace. Thank you so, so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast. Special thanks to Ayush Basu for producing social media content. To follow us on Instagram, look up the number 5AM Hustle Podcast. And for Twitter, it is just 5AM Hustle. Feel free to reach out to us at 5AM Hustle Podcast at gmail.com. As always, guys, go win the day.